I am a brain in a jar, untethered from time and space, here to tell grim tales of the future. Enjoy. What did you do? Reality is collapsing. Time is folding in on itself, and it's your fault. Do you think you're the first person to figure out time travel? There are 7 billion people on Earth. You think not one of them could decode the mathematics or realize a rudimentary machine could be put together from a laptop and about $1,000 worth of parts? Everyone who could time travel has chosen not to because they've realized the paradoxes would tear this universe apart. So no, you're not the only person smart enough to invent time travel. You're just the only person dumb enough to try. You walk into the living room. She's balled up on the couch, terrified, her eyes on the news. A pterodactyl carries a man away in Times Square. A Roman centurion fights Neanderthals in Barcelona. A child rambles incoherently in future languages. You hug her while looking through the window at an orange and purple sky. And you realize something you should have known intrinsically. Death is final. Death is permanent. To try to change that invites the end of everything. You pull away, then kiss her on the forehead. Everything will be alright, you lie. You turn and walk towards the garage. She calls for you. You don't dare look back. In the corner, covered by rags, is a lockbox. Inside, a small metal orb. When you plug it into the laptop, it glows yellow and floats. You enter a date, then press the button on the top of the sphere. The world around you pixelates, then elongates into strings of light before rematerializing. Once again, you're in your garage on the morning of December 14th, a little over three years ago. You step back, knowing another you will be materializing into that spot momentarily. Sure enough, you see dots of light appear and then merge into a shape. The you from a few hours ago. The you that tried to save her. Stop. It won't work, you say to him. The you suspect he won't listen. Sure enough, he tries to run past you. But you grab him and you fight, first in the garage, then in the hallway. He nearly reaches the front door before you subdue him. With your arm around his neck, you look through the window and see her open the car door. You know what's coming. At the intersection of 53rd and Halsey, there will be a man with a truck, checking his email, failing to see the red light. Your younger self bites into your arm, but you don't let go until you see her drive away. He falls to the floor, weeping. If you save her, the universe ends, you tell him. I'm sorry. You feel your skin tingling, like your entire body is asleep. You think back to the day the policeman came to your work, and the slow ride to the coroner's office through midday traffic. 
You remember how light she felt in her box. The entirety of a person reduced to four pounds of ash. Then you're back at Cannon Beach, watching her dissolve into the ocean. You fade away. The timeline fixed. Your existence now an impossibility. Thanks for listening. Cannon Beach was written by Klaus Brenner. Music was by two dudes, Hill, Colossus, and Amanda Welsh, via Soundstripe. We'll be back on January 14th. Happy New Year. <laughs>